Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Lugo, it's been a while, man. Uh, I guess we should have told our listeners that we were going to take a hiatus uh, for a couple of weeks or whatever that means. I don't even know what it means. I just like the word. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that word, too. I mean, I never I don't even know how to spell it. So I'm sure <laughs> it starts with an H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds oh, well. I, I thought it's you know uh, spelled with a J. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to see you. Uh, it's been a couple Likewise. of weeks, I guess. Yeah, you've been uh, running around. I've been running around. So uh, uh, back to good to be back together. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but the heat is um, right with us, man. It it has been hot uh, the last couple of weeks. Everyone. Mm. I was uh, I was in uh, Florida. And uh, it was like 100 degrees on the beach. And usually, you know, the beach is cool because you got that uh, wind or whatever it is off the, of the ocean. It was caliente, man. So uh, mm. I don't know what you did, but stop it. <laughs> if I had that power, let me see. <laughs> I will bring a little bit more rain here in San Antonio. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah. You know, we definitely need that rain. Indeed. Well, San Antonio has mm. been in the hundreds for several weeks i think hasn't it yeah i was traveling and uh the day i was traveling was 106 oh gosh. Uh, one, one of the days yeah, yeah. And, and the thing too is since we've had a little bit of rain which is great uh then but you go outside it's like poof what is this i yeah. mean it, it feels like a little sauna yeah well why is rain important why do we want rain because we value it right Mm. And and that's what I wanted to talk about. I know that's a kind of a cheesy transition, but uh, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, especially in the, I was uh, in this thing that I went out to do in Florida. Uh, it was really about values. You know, it was an organization that's uh, interested, if uh, if not needing to think more about values in, in the business sense, but. Mm -hmm. uh, but values is uh, it's a natural thing to go you know it doesn't it's not business values it's not uh, professional values versus personal values it's the same thing now one of the things and you know the deva flowers uh, my partner on the other uh, podcast uh, cloc Fuck. creating mm -hmm. leaders of character uh, we uh, we took a hiatus as well cuz she needed to go do some stuff and uh, every once in a while you know it's important that we think about these things what what is important you know because if we don't then uh, we're not going to be doing it or we're not going to be focused on it i think what's going to happen is that it's going to strike us you know and, and it's just going to hit us oh crap that's important it's like health health is important and you're not you're starting to realize it i've been telling you this for about mm. 40 years you got to take care of the vessel because mm. if you don't take care of this thing you're no good to anybody. And uh, there's a point where we start thinking about, oh, crap, it is important. So uh, values, uh, you got to, again, whether it's business or personal, uh, you got to think about that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So you, uh, so you mentioned there uh, about taking care of oneself as a form of value, and true, it's a choice, right? Always, and a lot always. of times, a lot of times, the, these values are, you know, allows us the opportunity to make choices based on deep rooted beliefs, and that's uh, good to understand, because and. Uh, you know, in, in many places we say, for example, we value family. And so the choice is family over something else. But if we value family, for example, then we will make different choices. And uh, and and you have seen some places they say the organization says we value family. And, and so the best way for you to measure or evaluate or assess that statement is to see what happens in the organization. Right, if the organization uh, see the people are they're celebrating together and and inviting families, then they value uh, families for because there's a choice to say uh, we're opening this up for us. When we say we value family, we have to evaluate that and say, do I spend time with the family, or when something comes up, I mean, do I break promises at home, for example? Yeah. And, and 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 sure, we're talking about leadership in here, and, but it has to do. It, it's all has to do with with leadership, personal leadership. If I can do that here at at the personal level, that I can say, no, I'm not going to do this. Then I can do it at the organizational level. Yeah. I mean, I think we train ourselves to do the right things in in small things, so then we can do big things at a greater scale. We, yeah. we we do not have that training by just jumping into the big things and say, well, now I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be good at it because because uh, because I know how to do it conceptually. That's not how it works. It's just like reading books about swimming. Never, you know, done any swimming. Throw yourself in the water. And, and and then you know how it feels. Oh, this this feels a little different. I, I conceptually know how to do that. I just got to move the arm this way in the particular. No, no, that's not how you do things. And in regards regarding values, we got to first understand what they are. And then am I practicing these things? Because right. uh, we use, I think you mentioned one time, uh, sometime, some episodes back that we have lost the language and you were quoting someone about that but it's true we use all of these words and we twist the language and and we completely forget about what we're talking about and when we're saying i i these things are important why are they important oh so now i'm i'm inquiring into the deeper beliefs and then i had to make an assessment if if i am not living according to these things that i believe are important or that I think in my deep uh, self are important, then I am misaligned. And maybe that's the reason why I don't feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. And so well, these values are are amazing. And it's just, yeah, there's, there's an old adage that I, that I love to know, but not to, to do is not to know exactly what mm. you're saying. Uh, imagine being the smartest person in the world, but no one knowing it. Imagine mm -hmm. being the kindest person in the world, but no one realizing it because your actions are not aligned with what you say. And uh, and I think, uh, Lugo, going back to, and that was Rush Limbaugh that said that, that we lost the language. Uh, it, uh, we say family is important, 
But what does the term family mean? Is that the internal family, the nuclear family? You know, mom, dad, uh, uh, husband, wife, kids, you know, I, I, and you know, if anybody's looking to, for some help on this, I do a workshop on this, the, the power of values. So you can contact us and I'll be glad to go out mm -hmm. there wherever it is, as long as it's not 120 degrees. <laughs> See, that's important. <laughs> that's important. Yeah, it's a yeah. choice now. It's a it choice. is. It's a, it is. But, uh, but again, you know what? What is family? You, you and I grew up in the military, and I think our our perspective on family may be a little different than people who have not served. In that, yeah, we talk about family. Well, that's my 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 wife and my kids and grandkids. But in the military and maybe other organizations, family becomes bigger. I've got brothers and sisters that are not blood related, but because we have uh, similar experiences, we've been together, we've done stuff, we've gone to war together, that becomes uh, what we often call our military family or extended family in our culture. You know, aunts and uh, uncles and cousins and all that, that's part of the family. So I think, you know, we we got to start, we have to start with analyzing just kind of like what you were just saying what does that mean that we say is important and then how do we show that it's important and it's not about saying you know mm -hmm. you know that you you've been i know i've done it myself I've, I've told someone i'll be there and something happens and that i can't be there and that right. sucks for both of us for all of us you know uh, but at the same time it like I, does that diminish our our value of those people or those things? I don't think so. It's just circumstances occur and, you know, we, we can't meet that all the time. But at work, uh, you know, on a regular basis, I think you can pretty much tell whether people care or not and how much they value you. We can see that, right? Uh, when we think about values, uh, I was reading, uh, obviously, allows us the opportunity to make choices. But I was thinking about, uh, I read um, some time ago, and I was trying to find this passage, and the person was talking about two types of values. And they were talking about, I found it in here, terminal values and instrumental values. And so terminal values, uh, meaning the those things that we see as preferred end states of existence, and then instrumental values as preferred modes of conduct. And so uh, so we were talking about a distinction between these two, right? Uh, that allows us the opportunity to think through what do I want to achieve as a terminal value, right? Uh, that, that's, and then an instrumental value answers the other question, how do I want to achieve it? And I thought that those two were very important when we're making choices about uh, what we consider family, <laughs> what we consider uh, uh, the best way a leader should behave and why and how I am going to achieve these things that I would want to have or create these things or these futures that I want to see. And so these values create this because it's a force that either Im improve my path towards where I want to go or allow me to to stop or, or delay the the emergence of some of these things that I don't want to see in the world and I may uh, 
that I may uh, even partner with other people to say, no, we, we just can't have this, right? That's Those are those two questions. What do I want to achieve? I know that uh, uh, some aims are, or some end states are profitable, like wisdom, peace, right? Uh, happiness. And when we think about happiness, that's a very obscure word. I understand that. But you know, it's it's written in the constitution, right? It's there. It's not so obscure. It's it's an end state of humanity. Us as you, as a hum, as humans, want to achieve that. And then, in regards to you know, uh, how do I get there? Then I know there are some ways that I would do that, and other time, other ways I'm not going to do that. Well, yeah. one is through cooperation, right? I believe. Um, one of my values is if we, you know, team, right? Together, everyone accomplishes more. We hear all of these, all of these things. So if I if I do that, I also believe that I can accomplish this through service. If I if I serve, I not only elevate the the condition of others, I elevate the condition of all of us, right? Uh, and and that may be in the work center as customer service. It can translate to that. Serving to uh, the people that that you are uh, meant to elevate, right? Uh, a responsibility. I believe I take responsibility for things. It's a value. Then, then I own it, and because I own it, I'm going to ensure these things are done. Whatever that is. And, and uh, as ambiguous as those terms may be, Lugo, I contend that they're the most important ones. You know, uh, yeah, sure. It's it's great to have uh, some some ideas of achievements, but if you do it in the wrong spirit, then to me, I think that's wrong, and that's where you are devalued, devalued, and devaluing yourself. For instance, and you see this, I see this on uh, on social media a lot. Uh, be kind. Okay, what does that mean? That's very ambiguous, be kind. But I think the spirit behind it is powerful in that if you think whatever I do today, I'm going to be kind about it. Because like, you know, as we keep talking about, we want, we do want that end state, that preferred uh, future, but life happens. You know, you're going on that uh, route uh, almost perfectly toward that end and all of a sudden, some, something happens. You know, you get sick. Someone gets sick. And and with our, our people especially, uh, what happens? Here's an example uh, that I'm uh, thinking about a lot today. My daughter, Tessa, you know Tessa? She mm -hmm. does uh, child development stuff. And I remember one time calling uh, calling me because, you know, they got to call me by six o'clock in the morning or I start freaking out. I start calling the FBI because they've been abducted or something, <laughs> you know, or Leon Neemson, whatever that guy is. But anyway, uh, this morning she doesn't call me. Uh, it was a little bit late when she does. She sounds like Barry White. I don't know if you're old enough to remember Barry White. If not, Google him. Great voice, distinctive mm -hmm. voice. You will never forget his voice again. But anyway, she's she's like her uh, her voice is like two octaves lower than normal. And I ask her, "Are you okay?" <laughs> That's a stupid question. She says, "No, Dad, I'm I'm really sick." I said, "Okay, call in, because you know you don't need to be going to work." She says, I did call in, but I have to go to work because we're not in racial. Don't that's that's numbers to me, and you know I'm terrible at numbers. But mm -hmm. I, but I know that she's a, it's not right. The numbers are not right, so she has to go to work. And I'm thinking, how stupid is that? And we do that, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, okay, I'll give you five more minutes. You can be five minutes late, but you got to come to work. But I'm dying. 
Well, mm-hmm. that's a, a values assessment right there. And what happened with her is she did go to work. And guess what? Within uh, three days, all of her kids are sick. Yeah. You know, we've made it worse by, and, and, and of course, as you walk into that place where she was working, the first thing is we value our people. Sure you do. Show me. Don't tell me. Show me. And and we do that all the time. You know, you know the, the old mm-hmm. saying or the old uh, cliche about t- taking donuts to the cops. They love donuts. <laughs> Who doesn't? They'll take care of them. You know what? And it may not be, I, I, you know, back as a, in the day when as a senior leader, taking the, uh, coffee and, and uh, 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 chocolate in the winter, on a really winter day at Fairchild Air Force Base in Washington, that's important because what you're telling people is I value you. You are important. And again, that's not, I never had on my uh, to-do list, take coffee to the to the airmen. I just did it because I was trying to be kind. I was trying to be the person that I want to be, not and and, I, and it does go. It's a it's a paradox. Uh, you can't do and not be, and you can't be and not do. You, they work together. In the in the in the example of Tessa, you know, I I think that was not stupid. I mean, I think that that uh, the value was responsibility, and she felt that uh, responsibility was important. And then the organization is thinking responsibility accountability right when we say we when we give our word to do something we're going to do something and we're going to do it and so everybody acts in this way and in this case it was not there was there was a threat right she is sick but she in her mind she said you know what uh i gotta do this because this is very important and so here is a point where your values are in conflict you know you got to do this, and and I have to be there. But then inside, I don't feel like I I should do this. And so when we get to that point, and it happens in every in many organizations, we do not have a way to understand if what I'm going to do is you know what kind of effect this is going to have. A lot of us we just do it right, and then and then later on we we looked at this and say, oh, just like you mentioned, now everybody's sick. And imagine anytime we have a conflict in our minds between our values and what we think we should do, it's important to have a a, a talk with, with students. And we talked about uh, uh, causal effects. So cause and effect. And we use a, a, a tool and basically we go, okay, so I want to do this. What's the event? And then I'll go, okay, what is the first order effect? This can happen. This can fa- happen. This can happen. And basically what can happen and or what is going to be affected. And then from there, from that first order effect, they take every single one of those. And then I go, okay, so for each one of these, what else can happen? Well, or who else or what else is going to be affected? And we just go. And then once we look at all of those effects, then we look around and say, Oh, okay. But then more than just what is affected, then we go one level uh, deeper. And that is what is going to the effect because not all effects are linear. Some of them are direct effects and the other ones are in are indirect effects, meaning as something goes bigger, the other one goes lower, right? Or smaller. So that is an indirect effect uh, inverse relationship. And so those things can help us understand when we are in conflict with our values, why is this? And it will help us make a better decision. 
And, and you want to talk about conflict. That's the personal part, what you're talking about. What about when our values, our personal values, are not aligned with the organizational values? Now, Mr. Leader, you're going to have to do some work here. Bring them donuts. If you feed them, they will come. Let's talk about that next week. All right, let's do if that. If you feed them, they will I'm, I'm come. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, is that, is that, uh, you're buying them? <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works, you know, I'm, I'm becoming a politician. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>